Dawn on the Delta was whistled in by the gamble quail, which roosted in the mesquites overhanging camp. On the map, the Delta was bisected by the river, but in fact, the river was nowhere and everywhere, for he could not decide which of a hundred green lagoons offered the most pleasant and least speedy path to the Gulf. So he traveled them all, and so did we. He divided and rejoined, he twisted and turned, he meandered in awesome jungles. He all but ran in circles. He dallied with lovely groves, he got lost and was glad of it, and so were we. In 1922, Aldo Leopold explored the Colorado River Delta by canoe. Back then, you go from the headwaters of the Colorado River all the way to the Gulf of California. But now, barely 1% of the Colorado River reaches the Delta each year. It's a patchwork of marshes and shallow ponds created by accidental releases, agricultural flows, and leaks in the system. The water has been replaced by a sea of sand and the cottonwoods and willows have surrendered to the invasive salt cedar and arrowweed. It is a barren, dry place. Sunday, March 23rd, 2014, at a little after 8 a.m., the gates at Morelos Dam on the Mexico-Arizona border were opened for the first time in history for the purpose of allowing the Colorado River to flow downstream into its delta to water the plants and animals that live there. A crowd of more than 100, many from the local community, plus a handful of reporters and water workers from afar, waited just downstream. A cheer went up when the water began to pour down, first in a trickle, then in a steady gushing flow. It took a long time for the institutions that manage the Colorado River to make this happen. Now we have the chance to see how long it takes the river to move downstream and how far it goes. A hundred miles north of the Colorado River Delta, at the Mexican border, lies the Morelos Dam. Here, the last tendrils of the Colorado River are diverted for use in agriculture and for the nearby cities. Only a thin tendril of water makes it past the dam, and it is soon swallowed up by a sea of sand, nowhere near the river's delta. The Colorado River used to be an uncontrollable, wild thing. In its natural state, the Colorado River poured about 531,000 million gallons of water into the Gulf each year, with an average flow of 168,000 gallons per second. However, temperamental waters are not good for advanced civilization. And since 1905, we have built 15 dams on the main stem of the Colorado River to divert water, irrigation, hydropower, and municipal use. By design, the river will never run as it once did. Rivers, however, do not particularly care about borders, and the Colorado River used to run right through the U.S. and Mexico border. This became an issue in the early 1900s, when the dams in the United States were limiting the amount of water that came into Mexico. In order to amend this, the U.S. and Mexico established the 1944 
U.S.-Mexico Water Treaty. This treaty, however, did not include any allocation of water for environmental use. With populations at the border increasing by over 400% since this treaty was signed, water use is becoming a larger and larger issue by the day. As of 2020, the Colorado River is the most overburdened river in the world, and there isn't much water to spare for the environment. The U.S. and Mexico have been planning and making amendments to the 1944 treaties for years. Each meeting regarding the treaty and any subsequent amendments are categorized as minutes. The most notable minute in U.S. history was Minute 319. Minute 319 was signed November 20, 2012, and lasted until December of 2017. The goal of Minute 319 was to release enough water into the Colorado River in order to mimic the spring floods of the natural river as well as a temporary base flow to give life back into the barren region. In preparation for the imitation flood, or pulse flow, teams of volunteers cleared trash out of the dry river and cut down the invasive salt cedar and arrowweed. In their place, over 27,000 native trees were planted and wild grass seeds were sowed. On March 23, 2014, the Morelos Dam opened its gates to release the pulse flow into the Colorado River. The dam began releasing water at more than 5,000 gallons a second, and by the peak of the flood, 30,000 gallons of water were flowing through the dam every second. In total, the pulse flow released 34 billion gallons of water from March 23 to May 18. Following the flood was the base flow. This base flow was a much more gradual addition of water that came from irrigation channels into the remains of the Colorado River. 18 billion gallons of water add to the river over the course of the year. The effects of this program were momentous. For the first time in decades, the area around the Colorado River was green. Scientists saw a 17% increase in plant cover around the Colorado River and 915 acres of habitat restoration sites were implemented, and many cottonwood willow, mesquite boss, and upland habitat were temporarily restored. Additionally, the population of wild birds in the river system dramatically increased. These improvements, however, only lasted a year. Over the past six years, these improvements have been steadily declining. The birds have since left, and the greenery has slowly and painfully disappeared once again. All hope is not lost, however. Minute 323 is the successor of Minute 319, and is set to be implemented between now and December of 2026. Details are still coming out, but experts hope that this project has an even larger and more permanent impact on the Colorado River Delta. With any luck, one day at the Colorado River, and its delta will be restored to its natural wildness.